0: And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by Fandle. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and Fandle is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved QuickBets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-health.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available, and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth, plus view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a Sunday of Ringer Gambling after I just spent about 14 hours on the couch watching all sorts of college basketball, kept off by an absolute thriller between Arizona and UCLA. And first of all, I want to commend UCLA. They didn't have Clark. They didn't have their big. Arizona's got a ton of size. UCLA could not have played a better game defensively. Arizona hit the big shot late. I thought Arizona fouling under 10 seconds to play was absolutely going to kill them. Tiger Campbell, who's 86% from the line, misses the second free throw. And then Arizona misses a free throw, and UCLA couldn't have gotten a better look. That was such a fantastic back and forth, well played college basketball game. Uh, very, very impressed with what I saw. Arizona give them credit. They win the Pac 12. The line told you yesterday they were the right side in the game. We ended up nailing that one. But I still think UCLA, even with these injuries, is a team that can do serious damage when your bracket comes out tomorrow. Now, another team that can do some serious damage. And it it took me long enough because I didn't pick him against Pitt because I was a moron. I didn't pick him against Miami because I fell in love with the Miami guard play. There was no way in the world I was passing up an opportunity to take Duke tonight. How about Duke's defense? And I understand Virginia at times can be an offensively challenged basketball team. They held Virginia to 17 first-half points, and Filipowski's a stud. Freshman ACC player of the year, basically, from a freshman standpoint, 20 and 10. And now they finally have some answers at guard. Roach was really, really good and hit some big plays, made some big shots, you name it, with 23. I may have fired on Duke at 40 to 1 as I was watching the ACC championship game today. And I guarantee it is. When we get a bracket in less than 24 hours, you are not going to be able to get Duke at 40 to 1. So if you listen to this podcast on the Ring of Gambling show and you want to ride, and I find Duke, quite frankly, way less hateable with John Shire coaching the team, I'm in and I hope that 40 to 1 is coming with me to Las Vegas. That obviously depends on draw and matchups and who Duke ends up playing, but we like to have some fun with these futures. We like to add to the portfolio when we can. So I'm in on Duke at 40 to 1. And listen, is a tough team. I say this in a complimentary way. They're like a bunch of cockroaches. They really are. They never go away. They hit some big shots down the stretch, specifically McNeely, that kind of kept them in it because it felt like Duke was winning this game by a heck of a lot more, but Duke was the better team, and that's why the odds makers had it right. I mocked them. Duke was right and was the proper choice to be favored in this ACC tournament. They're going to win. As far as the rest of the games today, Purdue. Wiped the floor with Ohio State. I wasn't surprised there. Sooner or later, Ohio State was going to run out of gas. They were missing one of their best players. Too much eating. And that's my fear with this game coming up against Penn State. But my goodness, how good was Penn State today? Now, Penn State at the end of the game did everything in their power to let Indiana back in it. They couldn't handle a press. But what I know about Penn State is Pickett has got a very crafty game. Can play inside, can play outside. He's very unique. Wundy and Funk, they hit outside shots. That's why I think Penn State is set up to have some success next week. The problem is they might have played themselves into that 8-9 game. I actually would have liked Penn State more if they were in that 10-seed range or that 11-seed range because I think they would have had a little bit of a more favorable draw. Now they're going to get the 8-9 and they're going to be matched up with a 1-seed. We'll get to Purdue and Penn State in a minute. Want to commend Marquette? They smoked Xavier. I couldn't have been more wrong on that game. That game was over basically before it even began. Holy smokes, what a performance. And then you got to give Texas a lot of credit. Texas loses their coach, a really good tournament coach in Chris Beard. That is the sort of element that could destroy a team. For Texas to go in Kansas City, outscore Kansas by 14 points in the second half, they finally get Marcus Corr going. Texas is going to be a team a lot of people like, and I would not be stunned if you see Texas on the one line tomorrow. Right now, my gut feeling with the one line. Purdue is going to be there. Houston, who we'll get to, they're going to be there. Bama, who was not impressive today against Missouri, but good enough today against Missouri and A&M against Vandy. I mean, that was just no contest, no competition as far as Vanderbilt is concerned. But Kansas, Bama, Purdue, and Houston, I think more than likely are going to be in number one seeds. And I think UCLA is going to get the shaft on being a one because of the injuries that they have. But I think they'll go and put UCLA out in the West region. Now, as far as the games we have today, Not going near the Ivy League game, no interest with Princeton and Yale. Yale is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite, not going near the game. I am absolutely betting Bama tomorrow against Texas A&M. Now, when A&M and Bama matched up in the regular season head-to-head, Texas A&M, remember, got them a week ago. 67-61, to they were favorite in that game. To me, this has classic revenge spot written all over for Alabama. And listen, say this about Alabama. They're a team that has been able to find a way to handle distractions quite well this year. Give them credit for that. And if you're wondering what the Kempom line on this game is, it's six. The odds makers have it at four and a half. So to me, you're getting a little bit of value there if you want to go in that direction. So I think Bama will absolutely be a play for me. I expect them to get it done. Now. Big Ten title game. Every basketball instinct tells me that Penn State has absolutely no answer for Edie inside because Penn State is a very undersized team. In fact, I was su- I was surprised, quite frankly, that Jackson Davis didn't have more success getting inside against that Penn State defense. They did a really good job. It also helps that the guards were disruptive, made plays, and they hit some shots. Penn State. And Purdue, the line is at six. Public right now is all over Purdue laying to six. The money, on the other hand, is coming in on Penn State. Listen, this might not be my smartest play of championship week. I've taken Penn State in every single one of the games they've played. I had them against Illinois. I had them against Northwestern. I had them against Indiana. I almost feel obligated, quite frankly, to stay on the ride. And that's exactly what I'm going to do here. I'm taking Penn State, and my hope is they're going to speed the game up. And my advice to Penn State would be pressure this Purdue team. Don't let them run half-court sets. Don't let them get the ball to Edie at will. You get Edie in the half-court, he could go for 40 and 20. I mean, he came pretty damn close to doing that against Ohio State today. A lot of ball denial. Speed up the game. I'm going to grab six. You know what? If Penn State loses this game by 20 and they got smoked by Purdue in both regular season matchups. So I'm well aware this matchup doesn't necessarily favor Penn State. They've been good to us here at Ringer Gambling. We're going back to the world with Penn State. Not playing them on the money line, but I am going to take them to plus the six points. Now, Houston and Memphis tomorrow is interesting because we have no idea at this point if Sasser is going to be able to give it a go. He got hurt in the game against Cincinnati. It didn't matter for Houston because they got a variety of different ways to beat you. And right now, if you look, Houston, Memphis, Ken Pum has the line at eight. Now, I don't know if that's Sasser-related. It might be Sasser-related. Who knows? The line currently is at five and a half. Houston barely beat Memphis a week ago, beat them by two. Then earlier in the year, they won by eight in Houston. I kind of like Memphis in this game. They've played them tough. They're not going to be intimidated by Houston. I think Penny's boys will be in the game. So I'm going to grab the five and a half, even though the Kemp-Palm line is a little bit off. I think the Kempom line is off, though, folks, because of the fact that you can't really account for the Sasser injury. So I don't know if the computer metrics are doing so. And then finally, I want to commend, first off, Chief Ergo and the Fordham team. I didn't like them in today's game. I thought the clock would strike midnight. They played their tails off. Their top guard got hurt. That ended up killing them. And, and Dayton was the better team. There's a reason why Dayton beat them not once but twice in a regular season. I like Dayton tomorrow against VCU. Now, I haven't seen these 8-10 teams a ton. I'll be the first to admit that. I think a lot of the public betters are going to be prisoner of the moment of VCU. Dominant over St. Louis. Dominant over St. Louis. And they head-to-heads. Remember, Dayton got the better of VCU. Now, VCU won at Dayton. Dayton won at VCU. And I don't think VCU is getting in if they lose. I I think this is the sort of game where you say, you know what? Winner of the A-10 is in. Loser is probably out. I'm going to grab the points. And I'm going to say that VCU ends up playing a little tight here in this game. My favorite play today, geez, got to be Alabama. It's got to be Alabama. I like Alabama. I'm on Penn State. I'm on Memphis. And I'm on Dayton as far as the limited Sunday card in college basketball. And I'm telling you right now, Duke is a live ticket. Because Duke has figured out their offensive issues. They're finally getting better gourd play. They have been defending their asses off all year. It's weird talking about a Duke team being undervalued. I they are a little undervalued. And I don't think I'm being a prisoner of what I'm seeing here in the ACC tournament. Look at how they played down the stretch of this year. I don't know if you're finding 40-1. to But if you can find that number somewhere else, go do it. Get it any which way you can. Because I think by the time we get a bracket tomorrow, you're not getting 40-1 to on Duke. So that was my big takeaway from watching these games here over the course of the last couple of days, and especially on Saturday. Wow. Duke. Call me impressed. Fun show. We'll have a ton of tournament picks coming up next week. East Coast Bias Boys will be back on this feed come Tuesday. And if you like what we're doing here on Ringer Gambling, I'm going to be on my New York, New York show tomorrow. I'll be doing a lot of Aaron Rodgers and the Knicks and playing the Lakers. Right now, Knicks better be careful here because without Jalen Brunson, they are not the same team. But I digress. I'll be doing a ton of stuff on Selection Sunday with the bracket, some early spreads, some early leans. I'll be doing that tomorrow on my, uh, New York, New York show. So a little Ringer synergy, if you will. Thanks, Stefan, for staying up late. It was worth it. UCLA and Arizona was a great game. JJ's out. We'll chat Tuesday. Your gambling on East Coast Bye. Take it everybody.